Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Two, set, Hey, welcome back. I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is a comedy fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, King Namjoon is fucking back. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> or Comeback is here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then you are in the right place. Uh, so, guys, in today's episode, we are going to talk about Armypedia and the BTS talk show that concluded it, um, as mm-hmm. well as obviously touching on the comeback trailer. For yeah. That. Which yeah. actually we would not have gotten to if we didn't postpone recording this week. So I'm yeah. so glad we did. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but before we get into it, you guys, we have to thank you for being here and for supporting us. If you are a fan of this show and you want to show your support for us, you can do that by telling people about the podcast and also by writing a review on whatever platform you listen on. And if you want to go above and beyond and if you'd like to show us a little bit more support, you can could do that by donating monthly to our patreon at patreon.com slash bts or if you'd like you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash bts podcast your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out weekly episodes and any type of support is super appreciated guys we're just glad you're all here with us you know this past week i was thinking about the concept that a stranger would send us money is I crazy. Know. I know. And some of you do. And those We're of you so who fortunate. Do, We're so we grateful. So grateful. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we just make a podcast about seven amazing people that we all love so much. Mm-hmm. And when you guys reach out to us and support us in any way, we are so grateful. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so, I mean, obviously, let's talk about this comeback trailer. Yeah. Um, so, we are recording late, like you said, because of a bunch of different factors. Yeah. Um, mostly, you have been sick. I've been sick, so I sound a little stuffed up today, but yeah. not as bad as I would have if we recorded yesterday, like we mm-hmm. normally would have. Um, but also, you had gotten home, you were pretty tired, you are getting back into the swing of things after spring break. So, yeah, yeah, it's just multiple factors. So we just recorded late, but this should still come out on Thursday. So it's yeah. not like it was a big deal. But right. we are so glad that we waited and postponed because today is Wednesday, March 27th, and they released Map of the Soul Persona comeback trailer today. Yes. So I almost feel like sometimes this happens to us where we end up recording late and then they drop something. Yeah. So we get to talk about it. So I almost feel like it's just it's meant to be. Uh, So we're just going to kind of give our initial reactions to this comeback trailer, um, this intro song to yeah. Map of the Soul Persona. <laughs> we have to. We're, we couldn't we not. Have to. <laughs> of course. We, we aren't going like we're not talking about theories okay mm-hmm. because every single time that we that okay every single time i do this i dive in and then i sound like an idiot when the actual <laughs> album and music video yeah. for the hit track comes out so we're just going to wait because what i do know this is our fourth comeback yeah That's which crazy. is crazy when you said that so i had to count on my fingers how many comebacks yeah. we have experienced and this is our fourth it's hard to believe it's crazy. But we we at least know by now that we don't know anything, yeah, at least until the album comes out. Yeah. Um, but OK, so let's just talk about this yeah. album. The, or, yeah. Sorry. Let's just talk about this trailer. <laughs> yeah, this trailer. Yeah. Um, so when I got to work, yeah, I got the notification that they were on V Live or that there was a V Live notification that I got. And I thought, oh, my gosh, they had to have dropped something. They didn't post a run episode. I know they didn't. So I quickly hopped over to YouTube found that they had dropped the trailer and so I was like yes all of my patients are eating breakfast right now I just left the building went into my car watched it because I had to like blare it of course and so that was my first time and I immediately sent it to you so right at the beginning right at the beginning I think we all had the same kind of reaction we got that boy uh no like the school love affair mm-hmm. intro Right at the beginning there. And it was just very familiar sound, similar drawings, cartoons. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? And then we saw the school classroom with the chalkboard, with all of the writing on the chalkboard, the desk kind of astray throughout the room. I was like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? Namjoon with his bleach hair. It was just a parallel, just boy in love, school love affair coming back in in a sense. But like. You know, it's like a a sister of it. This entrance yeah. is like a sister to the school love affair one. Yeah, at least like the vibe is totally. Vibe. It's like yeah, the vibe. That it's was like my that classic reaction. Yeah, yeah, me too. That um that classic hip hop. It totally obviously it starts out with that same like sound bit from the school love affair intro. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, it's it's kind of like that vibe, but I think it's like evolved, you know, they've grown, they've changed, Uh they've learned. Um, but okay. So I was at work. Um, it was my plan and you texted me like three or four times in a row. And Mm -hmm. so I checked and, uh, (laughs) it had been like 
nine minutes since the video came out. So I went and watched it and I continued. I watched it like six more times as I was like planning and like getting, you know, like preparing, like I was like doing papers and stuff, whatever. So Mm -hmm. I was like totally blown away by it. I like, I felt like I couldn't absorb everything that was happening. And I just initial gut reaction was this is incredible. This is like, Namjoon in his full form like I mean Mm -hmm. he he really he fucking laid those lines out like Mm -hmm. he I mean his the rap the flow just kept building the entire time I I just I was blown away I just yeah it was incredible yeah Mm -hmm. yeah the the rap style that he does in this is very similar to the rap style um back in the day that he has done that kind of classic hip-hop style and where he's he's like you said laying it out there he's he's empowering almost like I was trying to describe the vibe of the song like what I really feel when I listen to it Mm -hmm. and I just feel empowered it, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Like he's like inspiring all of us with the way he's rapping and and how he's rapping it. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Mm-hmm. That's like you can't help but feel like excited and inspired and yes. like ready to dive into whatever this is like with him. That's mm-hmm. what it feels like. I yeah. think like we were already obviously super excited for comeback and like really impatient for comeback right but this coming (laughs) so impatient (laughs) but this actually dropping brought my my excitement level to like a whole new place Mm -hmm. like like i we're two weeks out we're two (laughs) fucking weeks out you guys oh man (laughs) god damn yeah so we're just really excited. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of theories going around. We're really not going to get into it, but some people are paralleling a lot of what we're seeing with BTS members right now. Like with their recent concert in Hong Kong, we saw that Jungkook has an undercut and mm-hmm. he also has an undercut during the Boy in Love School Love Affair era. So there's that kind of parallel. There's maybe a little bit of a parallel between Jimin's Nevermind tattoo that we also have seen in previous BTS performances. So we don't really know, but uh, we're excited. We're so excited. We don't know if this album is going to be anything like school love affair, but who knows? I'm excited. Me too. Whatever it is, it's going to be incredible. Um, And also we should just mention hit on that. The lyrics in the song are so deep. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it's a really fast-paced song. It's like two minutes and 39-second runtime, but mm-hmm. the lyrics are incredibly deep. And yeah. uh, I can't wait until we do have the music video. We do have comeback, and we can kind of talk about it some more and spend, like, an episode on it. I think we should, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, because I, when I was going through the lyrics, it took me at least a half an hour to fully comprehend what the lyrics were saying and what Namjoon was trying to say. So, yeah, that's just a whole topic episode in itself. Completely. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about our content of the week. Um, (laughs) And you kind of, you already mentioned mine a little bit because for me, I just need to talk about BTS in Hong Kong for a minute. Oh, my Um, gosh. I don't know 
what the fuck is in the water in Hong Kong? <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't know what kind of air they're breathing over there. I don't know what they're doing, what they're feeding them, but <laughs> all of BTS, all of them looked fucking just incredible at these Hong Kong concerts. There was they were four really of them. Really angelic. That angelic. is the best way to describe it. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was the lighting on them or what, but they looked angelic. Yeah. <laughs> and also just all of them looked, I mean, they were super energetic. Um, they all looked fucking hot, like <laughs> next level. And I need to specifically talk about my main man, Jimin, because <laughs> I think I probably sent like t- 10 pictures of him in the group chat over the course of like two days just from these Hong Kong concerts because he just looks so goddamn incredible and like ethereal you know just amazing I could not get over it and there was a bunch of like live clips of them singing and they sounded fucking amazing just BTS they looked rested they They looked rested brought so much energy to the stage in Hong Kong everyone who went to the Hong Kong uh, concerts. Wow, you are so fortunate. Not that they weren't this energetic and excitable at all the other concerts, but this in particular, this particular concert, maybe it's just we haven't seen it in a while. I'm not sure, but they looked hmm. refreshed almost. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I kind of ignore all the hashtags on Twitter for whenever they're at a concert venue. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll see them pop up or whatever, but I never make it a point to like go search for them and like really consume like videos and pictures from a certain concert like if it comes up it comes up but I was my feed was overwhelmed with Hong Kong Mm -hmm. Uh, so I just feel like it just must have been on another level for everyone to stop and take notice yeah so that's my that's what I have to share this week if you haven't go look at like BTS in Hong Kong on Twitter amazing Yeah. Great pictures, great videos, lots of fan service. So fun. So fun. Um, I believe they only have one more concert left, I believe, in Thailand. I could be wrong about that. But for the Love Yourself tour. And now we're about to get the Speak Yourself stadium tour. (laughs) So my BTS content for the week is somewhat random and very unexpected for me. I was expecting it to be either Armypedia related or like you said, the Hong Kong performances. Um, so mine was <laughs> is actually Hope World, just the album, the whole album in general. In general. So okay. I haven't told Kayla this story yet. It's really not even that much of a story. But I have been so sick. Like I'm pissed at how sick I've been. I'm over it. I'm done. But I was sick all weekend. I had to call into work Monday, which I really hate doing. I, like, never do it. So Mm -hmm. on Tuesday, I basically, like, my patients have a certain amount of treatment time. And, like, they deserve that treatment time. They need that treatment time. So my, I was trying to work with my supervisor. Like, how can I get their treatment time in? I'm the only OT, everything else. And so she's like, oh, you'll just do four tens this week. Well, on Tuesday, I was still feeling, like, complete shit. Honestly, probably still shouldn't have gone into work, but I did. I, like, wore a mask and stuff. But I went in, and I just was driving to work, and I felt miserable. I'd taken so much DayQuil to try to get over my symptoms. 
And I thought, you know what I need to do right now? I need to put myself in a positive mood. I cannot go in feeling miserable with this idea like, oh, I'm going to be here for 10 hours or plus, whatever. So I'm like, I need Hope World right now. I need to be put in some good spirits. So I turned on Hope World and my commute is exactly like 22 minutes long. Mm-hmm. And so I got to listen to the whole album from start to finish and oh. like outro blue slide blue side was finishing up right as I pulled into the parking lot. And I just thought, wow, I am ready to take on today. Oh, my God. And Amazing. Then, I know. And then when <sighs> I got off work, I actually was feeling better. I got in the car. I turned on Hope World again. I listened to it on the way back home. And it was just my day was saved by J-Hope. Oh, <laughs> and so oh my that is God. my content of the week. I have to give a shout out to him because Hope World is, it you know, it has this curing effect. So yes, it so does. The wow, best medicine. <laughs> it is the best medicine. I love that. That's such an amazing yeah. choice for you for this week, and I'm glad that it helped you feel better. Yeah, yeah. And I know it was that so random, but I'm like, that. I have to. I have to mention it. It had yeah. such an effect on me. Okay, there's my there's me getting sentimental. So let's get into today's episode, which is about Armypedia. So what is Armypedia? I feel like I have been out of the loop and with Armypedia. I have not been or had not been participating in it at all. I feel really guilty of that. I feel almost like a bad, unsupportive army for not doing it. Um, But it just wrapped up. It just finished up. So we definitely need to talk about it. And it's really an amazing project that Big Hit put on. Yeah. We thought, you know, now's the time for us to finally figure out what it is and what's what's going yeah. on. Because I think like, I mean, I feel, we, I feel like we kept pushing it to the side or something. We were. Without because, saying. Well, it was like we saw the thing about the puzzle pieces, but I think both of us internally were like, there's not going to be any puzzle pieces where I live. Mm-hmm. So... I was like, whatever this is, I'm just, I'm not a part of it. I'm not going to try. But then, yeah, like you said, I just felt guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Kansas City, no. Um, But I just felt guilty, like you said, like that Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on. Kind of felt like a bad army. So here are some facts about Armypedia. Um, Armypedia is an archive. Oh, by the way, this is taken right from the Armypedia website. Um, so Armypedia is an archive of records and they're created by army all over the world. It consists of 2080 days, which, um, is from the first day that BTS debuted, June 13th, 2013. And they go until the eve of Armypedia's unveiling on February 21st of 2019. So... Armies all over the world had to search for these puzzle pieces. And basically, it was like a QR code, which is, you know, you like scan it with your phone and it takes you to a website. Well, it takes you to this Armypedia website. And on this QR code poster, it said, Hey, Army, lost this. And mm-hmm. these posters could show up anywhere. They can show up in real life or they could show up online. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people found them on like the Love Yourself website. People have seen them on Twitter, mm-hmm. um, all over all online, over. Um, all over in the world, in LA, yeah. New York, Paris, um, Paris mm-hmm. all over Asia, just like 
everywhere. Um, so all 2,080 pieces basically had to be found. And once an army found a puzzle piece, then any army could go to that day and leave a memory or leave uh, a picture or leave a tweet or leave, you know, just anything um, either personal to them about BTS from that date or something that BTS was doing on that date. So it's kind of like a, I mean, Armypedia, it's like an encyclopedia day by day, like a daily history of all things bts it's so incredibly amazing how that they pulled this all together in the way that they went about doing it so it kicked off on february 25th Mm -hmm. and so army had a span of four weeks to find over well they had to find 2080 puzzle pieces um and then that would open up a card for each one of those dates in those 2,080 days that BTS have been active and been together. And so, like you said, once a card got unlocked, then ARMY could freely upload something about BTS related to that day, whether it was something they were doing or a special memory, which that is just so great about it is because you can really go to any date and time. And not only do you get to see what other people, why that date is special to them, but you also get to see what BTS was doing on that day. That is just, this is what we've been looking for. This is what this podcast has needed. How many times have we done ship episodes and we're watching things and we're thinking, oh, it's around this era, it's around this time, but we don't know what it's from, what they were doing. And now if we have like a general idea, we could potentially find it on Armypedia. Yeah, Or you just want to go and think about, oh, what was was BTS doing on this day two years ago? Because Mm -hmm. you know that they're, they're active every day practically. Something is happening consistently. Yeah. They're so busy. I don't know how they do it. But something you can do on Armypedia is you can purple heart other armies post. Um, and then you can also at a certain amount of hearts. There's like a top memory to that particular date. A lot of the top memories are the things that they were doing that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just really, really great. So all 2080 puzzle pieces were found. They're all together. They're filled with special memories and things that BTS were doing on that day. Um, So it's completed. And while this was all going on, there are, like, you had to, like, make an account and everything. So the people who were able to find these these cards and the codes Mm -hmm. and everything and answer the questions, they all ended up getting prizes, the people who found the most. Yeah. And so I think it also, I think it was, like, you could get special, like, rewards for like having the most points, but also the first people to find each card, like the first person to access card 1002. Yeah. Yeah. So there was like kind Mm -hmm. of two different categories. So I'm going to talk about the prize winners of the first person who got a specific card. And Mm -hmm. this doesn't mean like card number one to card 2080. It's just like the first person who got the card to the 10th person who found any card. So Mm -hmm. the first to the 10th who found any one of the cards, they got 100,000 big hit shop points, which is like a thousand dollars worth of merchandise. Um, (laughs) yeah, I know. Um, the 11th to 100th place people um got 10,000 big hit shop points which is close to $100 of merch 
101st to 1,000th got 5,000 points, so like $50 worth, and then from 1,001st all the way to 280th, they got 1,000 points, so like $10 of merch. Um, So just super cool that there was... That is so neat. I think the army would have gone out and searched for this and like put this puzzle together regardless of having the incentive of a prize. Yeah, exactly. So I think it's for cool free. that big yeah. hit. Yeah, of course for free. Like because it's just cool. It's like an awesome activity. Um, but I think it's cool that big hit yeah, rewarded. They were yeah. Rewarding us for the amount of effort that we had to go through to really create this whole encyclopedia of BTS. Yeah. How how for great them. because I mean big yeah for them basically I mean big hit this was such a creative idea I thought it was just such a creative idea because big hit could have gone and made this they could have been very detailed about it and very tedious but instead they made it into where armies being active and it's more personalized it's not just about the history and facts of BTS there is the personal aspect where they're sharing stories armies sharing stories about these these dates that they're finding yeah. Here's what I would like. Um, since Armypedia, since the event concluded, you can no longer upload um, like things on any day. You can't do that anymore. You can only see, you can still make an account to log on to access it all, but you can only see what's there. Um, and I kind of wish that they would just leave it open and offer, you know, more QR codes for more days or just, you know, have more days pop up so that people can fill it in and populate it with information. So that way this can continue to be a resource to find information about BTS because Mm -hmm. for now it's just only going to go through February 21st of 2019. Um, Well, they'll just do it again. I mean, yeah, maybe they'll do it again. That's true. Yeah, But But it is crappy that you can add a story now to it, but it's also kind of interesting and neat that they added that, that component because Mm -hmm. then it's not just like exploding with like all these stories and making it harder to find, to find things. But yeah, t- totally. Um, but overall, we just think that it's a super cool idea and it's, it's really awesome. Resource. It's yeah. a great resource. It's amazing mm-hmm. that we can look up any day in BTS's history and see tweets and fan signs and yeah. covers of songs and concerts and literally I'm anything. I'm sure you can find so much on it. Yeah. Like we went back to back when they had debuted and they were at a fan side in Thailand and we're like, wow, this is great. And they were so I'm cute, like babies. so small babies. Really tiny. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so with this Armypedia, uh, Big Hit had two events in Seoul to really kind of launch and celebrate it and to end it. So the two events, the first one was on March 10th at Seoul Plaza and that was Run Army in Action. And so Run Army in Action it was held for the fifth term of BTS's official fan club, ARMY, and all the armies gathered together in Seoul Plaza, and they were able to just reminisce and enjoy BTS's past 2,080 days through um, this online event and offline as well. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool just to have this gathering of people. Like, it was just so many people in one place, all these armies, and BTS wasn't even there, but everyone was there <laughs> to just watch and reminisce over bts's history yeah that was very cool yeah and then the second event was on march 23rd which was kind of bringing it all to an end so it was called army united in seoul and so this was the end event it had a crowd of over 10,000 
10,000 armies gathered together um, at the oil tank culture park in Seoul. And it was to celebrate the memories again of BTS with the event being live streamed around the world uh, through BTS's official YouTube and Bantan TV. Uh, and then that also had over 130,000 viewers throughout the world. Wow. Mm-hmm. So 140,000 people basically, basically in attendance yeah. of this event. <laughs> and that's not even including the, you know, hundreds of thousands of people who watched, later. you know, the, yeah, mm-hmm. who watched later. Um, so let's talk about this, uh, this talk show, which is what the crowd watched on March 23rd. Yeah, with um, Army United. Yeah. So at Army United, kind of before they saw the talk show, they were playing different just BTS songs and everyone got to like sing along together. I'm assuming that would be very, very cool. It's kind of like the beginning of a concert experience when they're playing songs and we're Uh just singing along, hyping everyone up. Um, So, sorry. So after we see this, um, we they start the the talk show, and I just want to talk about the setting of where they're where BTS is hanging out for this talk show. So they're in like a recording studio, and it um, it's just like a square room. It's covered in this light wood, maybe like a birch, mm-hmm. um, on the floors and on the walls. And in the middle of the back wall, there's like thin vertical cutouts. Um, um, from the wood running from floor to ceiling and they're leaving they leave like this black negative space behind and in the middle of two of them is um like a long light you know mm-hmm. what i'm talking about like two lights mm-hmm. and so that kind of like adds to the lighting effect in like a little interesting way um and then on the side of that little cutout there are um there's the artwork of their albums hanging on the wall yeah it looks very calm and peaceful. Mm-hmm, the room. For sure. Very zen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very yeah. zen. So, of course, inside the studio is BTS. So they're all sitting on stools in the middle of the room. Uh, and so the formation of the chairs in the, is in this slight semicircle. So from left to right, we have Namjoon, Jungkook, Jimin, Yoongi, Jin, Taeyang, and then Hosok at the very end. Yeah. So let's talk about their outfits before Always we, have but to. of course, <laughs> <laughs> because they have to choose these outfits for these events. Yeah, yeah. thinking, oh, we're about to be in front of all these armies. Of course, we got to look good. Yeah, and we think that it's very clear that they all dress themselves, that they were Mm -hmm. not dressed by like a stylist. And Mm -hmm. we think that like the way that they're sitting is kind of just to balance the colors and like of what they're wearing. So I'll get started with Namjoon because of course we're going in fan chant order as always. (laughs) So (laughs) Namjoon is wearing this white graphic t-shirt underneath a silk navy blue jacket that has white trim. And this jacket is almost identical in style to that amazing olive green jacket that he wore arriving in LA for Billboard 2017. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that, that is just one of the best outfits he's ever worn. Really. I know, I know. I'm glad Thank- you chose that for airport fashion. God, that was it's such a good so episode. Good. I loved God, that. Me too. <laughs> um, so it's identical in style to that, except for instead of being like padded, like canvas material or um, like suede, it's silk. So very chic, very June. Love it. Mm. Um, He's also wearing 
khakis, straight up khakis. Um, but he's a thick daddy in these khakis. And then uh, at the on his feet, he's wearing these chunky white tennis shoes. Yeah. He works the khakis. He worked them. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jen, he's in this navy jean-esque button-down shirt that has these thick white horizontal stripes on the left sleeve. And I just have to throw in... I had to look up the difference between button up and button down shirt. This is one of the things that you just learn through doing a podcast because I realized I was saying button up and button down interchangeably. And then I thought, is there an actual difference between the two? And there or is. Or is it just like a local term? You know, like yeah, a local right. difference. Yeah, exactly. But there is an actual difference um, according to a quick Google search. Um, but a button-down shirt, to be classified as button-down, the collar of the button-down shirt has to have buttons that also hold the collar down. And so I believe his is a button-down shirt because there are buttons, but you can see them, so I'm not entirely sure, but whatever, we're going to go with (laughs) button-down. There's buttons where he could button-down his collar if he wanted to, but he has chosen not to. Yes. Yes. (laughs) But he's wearing... Uh, these black fitted dress pants and they pair really well with the the button down shirt that he's wearing. He also has black sneakers on that have white soles. He looks good. Yeah, always. Okay, so Yoongi is wearing this oversized knit camo printed sweater and it has this really deep big v-neck and it's outlined in red with like a red and white stripe Mm -hmm. uh very bold like you know red against cambo he's also wearing these light wash skinny jeans that are just amazing they're so snug they're like ripped in all the right places he's wearing them really well um they contrast so much to the camo printed sweater. Yeah. So really there's so much loudness coming from the camo, but there is also a lot of loudness coming from these light wash skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. making Yoongi stand out. Like oh, he's yeah. seated and in, he's the middle because, in the middle because <laughs> yeah, his outfit doesn't go with anyone else's. He's the only one wearing red and uh-huh. he's just, it's really making him stand out. Yeah. Um, he's also wearing these like black kind of like I think converse on his feet with yeah. white laces so J-Hope the members said that his outfit is really quote big like it takes up a lot of space that, <laughs> which it kind of does he looks kind of he looks large but mm-hmm. wow he looks so expensive yeah <laughs> but he has this white t-shirt with someone on it peeking through the zipper we don't really know who it is it looks like maybe a rapper or celebrity of some sort um but he has this oversized black hoodie or black coat like the hood is lined with this fluff and fur which adds to the expensive look but it's just it's large and it's bulky and he's matching it with these black sweatpants Mm -hmm. Uh, he just looks so cool expensive rich fine you know what it is is that like it's not just like a sweatshirt or like sweatpants the fat you can tell it's expensive like the reason why he looks expensive the fabric it's like the fabric holds itself up and bulks Mm -hmm. itself all the way around him and so yeah it just looks really nice like it's laying on him really nice coat 
I don't yeah, know except it for it's a, a fucking sweatsuit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but paired with this, he has these black and white checkered tennis shoes over white and red striped socks. And then he also has thin silver chains. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So Jimin is wearing a varsity jacket, which is kind of like a letterman jacket if you know what that is but Mm -hmm. it doesn't have all the shit all over it and it's not like puffy usually varsity jackets are like a little more fitted so Mm -hmm. this the style of this varsity jacket is like the a black torso like vest area and white sleeves like white leather sleeves and then he has black and white trim on it like around the neck and around the wrist Mm -hmm. uh he's also wearing these very skinny black jeans like the those legs are (laughs) wow um highlighted (laughs) highlighted. yeah and then he also is wearing these amazing they just really lengthen him these black pointed toe ankle boots i love a good pointed toe shoe yeah and some of the things that he does it's so chic and some of the ways that he like sits during this video we'll talk about um but like (laughs) his the the pointed toe really just makes his lines just Mm -hmm. look amazing so Mm -hmm. it suits him really well really well so taeyang he i think the the best accessory that he's wearing is he's got a blue baseball cap on and he's got it on backwards. Uh, so there's no strap to it. It's just, it's exactly like a cap, how it should be like a traditional baseball cap. Uh, but he's got it up on his forehead that you can see a little bit of forehead, but his whole face is just highlighted and his honey glowing skin is shining through. He looks really good with it, but he has just a simple yellow t-shirt on that he paired with this, tan puffy coat um but it's a very nice tan kind of like a khaki-esque i would say that color Mm -hmm. um it's really subtle and it pairs so well with this yellow t-shirt that he has on and then he also has these darker tan fitted pants which i was shocked that they were fitted they are not loose they are well formed to his body straight legged um cut off at the angle ankle just just real nice um and then gotta point out his shoes Leave it to Taeyang to find shoes that look kind of like tennis shoes um, that you would not expect to. Well, these tennis shoes that you would expect to normally have a heel to them, but he found a pair that don't. So they're like slip on tennis shoes and they're they're this dark brown color because I don't know if he just doesn't like wearing socks or he just feels restricted in shoes or what. He but. just he has a problem <laughs> with shoes, you know, like he always is taking them off throwing them having his feet out totally (laughs) he wants his feet out um but these shoes they literally have like laces on top yeah but it's a slip-on with no heel Mm -hmm. also i do not know the last time that like taehyung was wearing fitted pants like these Uh -uh. i could not tell you no no (laughs) so Jungkook is wearing a black t-shirt with some white writing logo and over that he's wearing a black puffy jacket no hood just like a nice collar it kind of has some um it has like a silver zipper and some other like stylish silver zippers on it and the inside lining of it is red so you kind of sometimes get like a little glimpse of that uh he's also wearing black pants not sure what material they are they look good um Mm -hmm. they're fitted 
and mm-hmm. he's wearing these large black Balenciaga-esque tennis shoes. Whether or not they are, I don't know. But you know what I'm talking about. They're like yeah. the dad shoes that are expensive now. I struggle with the shoes because I really don't know much about shoes. So I know that they all have really expensive shoes that probably are a very particular fashion sense or like they have a name to them that I just... They're either like sneakers, tennis shoes, slip-ons. <laughs> I don't know what what to call any of them. I'm sure they all have their particular names, but yeah. Right. Yeah. They're chunky. They're, They're large. Chunky. Large. <laughs> they have uh, like a sole that's twice as big as the actual fabric of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Like uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So okay. once yeah, so once we get into the to the video here. BTS, they begin talking about Armypedia just in general here. And Taeyong said that he went on to Armypedia and he read some of the comments and stories and things shared. And then they also shared that uh, they themselves had gone on and posted too some of their stories on Armypedia. And some mm-hmm. of them even put like selfies with it. Yeah, which is very cool that they used it also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you get on Armypedia, maybe search for. A BTS members post. Yeah. So Namjoon told the group that they had prepared a short film to show their love for us. Um, so they were going to show this to ARMY and Jimin, like he did not want to see it. And no. he's like, I don't want to look, I don't want to look back on the past. Yeah. Namjoon, Namjoon is like so sweet and always knows what to say. And he says, our scars make up our constellations. And then Jimin replies, I want to erase that constellation. Jimin, Which is no. like, no baby, it made you who you are today. Like... <sighs> But I mean, I think what all of us can understand. What June's so poetic, positive statement. Our I scars know. make up constellations. Ugh. I know he would. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, what Nam June was introing for us was a compilation of their previous eras starting all the way from the beginning and no more dream yeah not only do we get to see the video but we also get to see bts reacting to the video yeah and so they're just watching themselves grow up basically from Mm -hmm. these wee little boys up to the men that they are now (laughs) and when it gets this is just so funny when it gets to the blood sweat and tears era Jungkook says, wow, we look so good. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because Namjoon replied, this is where the power of money came in. (laughs) Yeah, they were actually starting to have income and they could put a little bit more money into their music videos. Yeah, Right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then there is a small little compilation there at the end where they uh, just show them accepting all of the awards that they have gotten over time. And what was so interesting about this part that really stuck out to me was Namjoon remembered, and I'm sure they all did, but Namjoon was speaking outwardly about particular awards he remembered getting. And he's like, oh, that's the first time we ever received that award or, you know, so on and so on. Like every award that they have received, they remembered so well, even though that they've received hundreds of awards yeah yeah that was just like that at that point if we weren't emotional watching this little video we (laughs) got emotional by then it took us there (laughs) yeah and then to finish this this video we have the clip of bts singing born singer 
um, where it's the the stage where they are on that circling stage that rotates uh-huh. and where they are singing out and then they turn around. And, you know, I've talked I think I've talked about this as my content of the week because it's such a good <laughs> it's such a like emotional, good performance. And it really brings us back to like it grounds us in mm-hmm. BTS and where they started, because if you guys remember, roots, yeah. they came out with that song. They wrote that song before they debuted Mm -hmm. and so for them to like end this you know kind of like looking back montage video with that song it's just you know really emotional and special just to say look look how far we've come yeah Yeah. they had to put that in there anytime they're reflecting on their success it just takes them back to where they began so humble yeah so we also learned that uh, we, as ARMY, were almost named Bongwool, which means, I think, bells in Korean. Um, so Bang-wool. just, I thank God we're ARMY. ARMY has a better ring to it. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> thank I'm so you. stupid. I'm sorry. Thank you for that. <laughs> uh but yeah, so, <laughs> so um, one of the things that I really liked too about it, and it was just so cute, was Jungkook was very talkative during this. Um, it, I think that's kind of a rare thing for him. He can yeah. be a little bit to himself, not always want to be super talkative during like interviews and things like that. But he was, I felt that he was pretty comfortable with where he was. And so he was getting emotional and nostalgic watching this. He was probably one of the most talkative members uh, and so he was just saying how everything feels so surreal to him. And Yoongi playing off of this, he said something like, oh, you didn't know? You've been hypnotized this whole time. Like, this hasn't been real. <laughs> and then just, I don't know if they planned this or what, but all the members in unison joined together and they all snapped their fingers to, quote, wake <laughs> Jungkook up back to when he was like 15 years old and that this has all been a dream and he's been hypnotized. It was just cute, cute and playful. So cute. <laughs> and of course, Jungkook was laughing and smiling and he thought it was so fun. It I is, but him. like, okay. <laughs> I just love that it still seems so surreal. And of course it does to Jungkook, who was like literally raised, literally grew into himself as a person mm-hmm. in in BTS. So yeah. how that must feel for him is just in, like, wow. We can't even it fathom. It must you know? be surreal, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... The next thing that happens is that Namjoon announces that their second gift to ARMY during this BTS talk show is performing their debut song, No More Dream. Ugh. So this is like, this is the main thing that we want to talk about today is their Mm -hmm. three live studio songs that they perform during this um, talk show because they are incredible. So for the song performances, the setting lighting changes it the lights in the back become purple and the overhead lights kind of has this this uh purple hue to it as well Mm -hmm. and it's kind of um it's like live instrument acoustic so we can hear like strings in the background this is like i said a live studio version so it should be like a live instrument sound Mm -hmm. and we can also hear that like along with some strings and piano they're backed up by some drums and guitar Mm -hmm. and this is different for us because Mm -hmm. 
when we hear them, they, and when we hear their vocals, they are usually at concerts where they're running around and performing and dancing. And so their pure, true vocal isn't going to be there because they're doing so many other, you know, active things that requires their breath to do. So their vocals aren't going to be the same. And honestly, I was thinking about this the last time we really were able to see them sing like this was when they did like radio show stuff and they would sit mm-hmm. and, and sing, which was forever ago. So when was the last time we really got to see them sit down and just sing like this for us? Um, but going going back to the room, I will say that this studio that they're in, the acoustics are incredible. Like just the the way that the room must be built because like certain like concert halls and opera places they have the architecture is to create this this really nice acoustic to enhance the vocals and the sound that's coming through so in these particular performances this well not performances but in these live uh this studio live performance that they did here i don't know why i need another word for performance right um (laughs) but whatever this live studio that they did here their voices just sound so pure they're sitting in chairs they're rested they're able to really give us their all and we get to hear just their true their true vocals coming through and it was like oh my gosh like hearing it was overwhelmingly beautiful because I thought wow they are so skilled they're already talented they always have been but just even now that they've grown up and they've been able to practice more and more and more we've gotten to hear these such gorgeous true skilled perfected voices oh yeah hearing no more dream now with 2019 BTS Mm -hmm. with how far they've come, how much more they have worked on themselves and how much they've improved. I mean, every single note, every single cue, um, the backup vocals, every single thing about this performance was perfect. Mm -hmm. Spot on every single member. Nobody had anything that was like even, slightly off like no they I mean, just they feed off each other so, so well. well i yes. felt like they were improvising throughout like adding in these fillers mm-hmm. hyping each other up adding in harmonies it didn't seem rehearsed it felt like it was just they were doing it performing it live that they were just thrown in there and they they did this yeah yeah and they all the while were super energetic. They were vibing together. They were really feeling it together. I mean, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's super special and incredibly rare that we get to hear their voices this pure, this raw in a setting yeah. like this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when we were watching this, we just want to describe how we felt, particularly for No More Dream. Mm-hmm. For me, and I think for you as well, is very nostalgic. Uh, because No More Dream was their debut song, it just got us thinking about in the scope of Armypedia and and how long it's been since their debut and how far they've come. And for them to sing this song for us, to take us back to their roots, back to their debut, it was just a very nostalgic feeling. Yeah, for sure. And there's a lot of us you know, who weren't here for arm, like who weren't here for debut. We weren't army yet. We didn't know about BTS. Um, so when they performed the song, uh, especially in this setting, it almost 
has this feeling it makes us mm-hmm. feel like we're a part of it or as if we were there when they debuted because it's almost mm-hmm. like you know bringing us back to that so yeah for sure totally nostalgic yeah, yeah. and no more dream it's such a good song for it to be their debut song and just hearing them sing it now just like i said i they've come so far their skill level is beyond this world jungkook i mean he was 15 like he was still going through puberty is his voice it was nowhere at that time nowhere near its maximum capacity and i bet mm-hmm. big hit and all of the bts members saw that as well so hearing it now is just extraordinary his vocals and all of their vocals and rapping skills have just come so far yeah i mean so true for all of i'm the being members. redundant but i just yeah. can't emphasize that enough no they are so it's talented. so it's so true yeah <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about it yeah so yeah no that's kind of our overall thoughts about no more dream we yeah. we just loved that entire performance that song was just mm-hmm. I, i'm i'm so happy that they chose that as one of them to perform yeah, yeah. and the first one so yeah. between that song and the next song that's played they did a little trivia game about their music and there were some very specific questions with multiple choice an- answers in order to get points. And so the winner with the most points would receive a secret prize. Yeah. So here's some examples of some of the questions that they were asked. Uh, so they were asked, how many times do they say no more dream in the song? Uh, they were also asked, in the no music video, what time does Jungkook throw the chair? And the <laughs> answers for this one had like minutes and seconds. Wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was also one that said, which is not the official dope chant. And the last question was, which member did not wear a hat in the Just One Day dance practice music video? Which I bet that if you and I thought about it, we could get this right. Yeah. I... I feel, I know that Yoongi wore a hat and Jungkook wore a hat and Jimin wore a hat. Yeah. So that leaves Taeyang, Hobi, Jin. Namjoon was Namjoon wearing a hat? Was he wearing uh, that black hat or no? Just one day. I don't remember. Ooh, now. I don't know. That's a hard one. That's honestly, <laughs> I really. It's been a while since I've seen it. I'm I know. Trying to so, picture it right now. Yeah. The way that we're struggling with it, BTS went back and forth and back and forth. Like, I mean, <laughs> this was the question that they had the most guesses for. Um, <laughs> and this this last question was worth five points as opposed yeah. to the one point the other ones were worth. Yeah. So at the end, Jungkook and Jimin, they both had three points going into this final round, this final mm-hmm. question. But Young ended up getting that final question Uh which was worth five points. So actually Young ended up winning. Yeah. Yeah. And he was being so a little he, pouty baby <laughs> throughout. He was getting <laughs> mad because he was trying to answer, but he was trying he to answer, but so many people were trying to answer. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't getting called on. He was like one person would call, they would get it wrong. And he would go up to try to like raise his picket to call yeah. and somebody else would beat him to it. Like he was getting so <laughs> mad. I know, but he won. So he won the secret prize. Yeah. So then we go into the Just One Day live studio performance. So right at the beginning of this um, little performance, Namjoon is just such a dork in his khakis, (laughs) (laughs) sitting on his chair, and he's kind of like spinning it to say, 
just one day, one night. He and- was so <laughs> relaxed. He was having so much fun he throughout was having this so whole much fun. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yoongi, so of course, this is like my ultimate favorite rap from Yoongi is Just One Day. But Yoongi just absolutely killing it with his rap from the start, accompanied by Jungkook's beautiful, I mean, beautiful backup vocals. And when I was hearing Jungkook just harmonizing and adding little fluttering pieces of harmony within, it just was like, I felt like he has such an amazing lullaby-esque voice and I thought oh wow how fortunate if he has kids someday that <laughs> he will sing a lullaby to his children and like God. what a beautiful way to fall asleep oh, <laughs> that's what it made imagine. me think of I went I, that far with it <laughs> I want that <laughs> um yeah, I love Jungkook just backing up Yoongi. Like we've said already, their voices are perfect in these performances. And um, just that lullaby voice in the background just really mm-hmm. adds what Yoongi's verse needs. And mm-hmm. it's just it was this really amazing balance between like soft, melodic and like really amazing rap. Mm-hmm. Um it's clear that they all love this song so much. Even after all this time, uh, they love singing it. They love performing it. And they're just all swaying back and forth in their seats, mm-hmm. uh, chanting, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> like everybody says it. And yeah. I love this. When when they're doing this, it shows Namjoon kind of like thrusting, like as if, <laughs> you know, you were like going to pump if you were like, you know, his uh, pelvic, yeah, <laughs> yeah, region, yeah. So, so I just love that they decided to throw that clip into this video. <laughs> like in the midst of like this beautiful singing, we get Namjoon like biting his lower lip and saying, "Do it, do it, do it." So. <laughs> oh, such a dork! I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, yeah, just all of their vocals the vocal line does such a great job um, for this song this song is it's a coffee shop kind of song too just one day Mm -hmm. also i want to point out that during uh his verse june tries so hard to keep that index finger down around his mic yeah he keeps flicking it up and down it's like he notices it and he becomes hyper aware about it yeah but he just can't help it it's like they told him hey you know try not to put your finger up because we're trying to film this you're gonna block your face and so he like is conscious that he shouldn't put it up but it just keeps on floating up and like eventually it just stayed there and he was just yeah. like fuck it <laughs> Uh, and just going off of that, Namjoon, really, he stands out so much because he's being such a goofball. But a there's cutie. this part where he is miming, like he is crawling up a box, like he's in a box. But mm-hmm. as he's crawling up at the top, when the song, there's like a symbol of a drum uh, played at one point in the song. And so he crawls up this box and right when that goes to play, he acts like he's hitting, he like mimes hitting a symbol of a drum or like a bell. <laughs> so cute just so cute and at the same i noticed that across the circle taehyung was also kind of doing that just a little bit like there was major vmon connection all day throughout this talk show which also vmon can be called taejun i found this out i was like because he's not rap monster anymore so i was like there has to be a new ship name i love that i do too okay yeah i like it it's a good ring 
So Jin's verse at the end, I couldn't help but to recognize his vocals because they have just come so, so far. His voice, even though he's the the eldest member, his voice has come so, so far. It is so full, so steady, and on top of it, very confident. Jin, I feel like throughout all of BTS here, their their history and their success, Jin has really been able to grow into himself and grow confidence with himself. And I just had that kind of that thought. And I think you had that thought too, just listening to Jen's vocals and during this, um, this live studio version. Oh yeah, for sure. He went into every line with no reservations on how he was going to approach it and sing out the no and just, He carried every note just so beautifully with his voice. I mean, truly warm and velvety and a rich, full sound coming from Uh, his vocals. So, I mean, so mature. It just was so wonderful to listen to. Yeah. And then I have to. I have to talk about Jimin's high notes at the end of this song because mm-hmm. I have never, ever, ever heard him sing these high notes like this. These like, harmonies. His harmonies. Harmony is so hard. Harmony is difficult. And he did it so flawlessly. He just brings it up out of nowhere. And it's just this, we've described it before as his voice, um, these high notes being like the cherry on top. And truly mm-hmm. in the song is how these notes act but i have just never seen him or sorry never heard him uh sing it with so much confidence and so much just precision and attention to detail in like his little his vocal control uh and these small little trills that he has going on um i just he sounds like a songbird he does sound like a songbird. Um, yes. And I don't know if this is a weird connection, but just bear with me. If, <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen Les Mis, okay, the musical from, I don't know, like what, 20, I don't know, whatever. The newest one, Hugh Jackman. Something yeah. like that. 2013 <laughs> probably. So in Les Mis, Amanda Seyfried is in that movie or Seyfried. I don't know. She's in that movie and she sings a lot of the like the very highest soprano parts and her voice always had like these really beautiful but very controlled little tiny trills in the notes that she was carrying out Mm -hmm. just consistently. And that is what I thought of when I heard Jimin in this song. Like that's what he's doing. Like that's where he's at now. I agree. I agree. So I was just blown away. I literally wanted to cry because he sounded so good. And I'm just so proud of him and happy for him. We had never heard him do that, at least with this song. So it was totally out of the blue. We're not expecting it. Weren't prepared. And it's and it comes through. It's more than just background. It's it's coming through so strongly. It's foreground. It's like Mm -hmm. I mean, it becomes the focal point of the song at that point. Yeah. Instead of just floating in the back like it does in the recording. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I looked it up. Les Mis came out in 2012. So we weren't too far off. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But at the end of the song, uh, we we hear June say, can you please stay with me? And what's so great about this is you hear Young respond, okay. And he kind of <laughs> looks at June like, yeah, okay. Like, flirty. Taejoon. Yeah. Taejoon. <laughs> there is a lot of shit moments that happen throughout this whole this whole video. 
Um, And then we also hear J-Hope at the end go, Army! (laughs) Cute! (laughs) Uh, So really how we felt at the end of the song, I couldn't help but to reminisce and just appreciate Yoongi's verse over and over and over and over because I've always loved it. It still, to this day, is one of his best verses, I think, out of all of of his verses in BTS songs. Mm -hmm. And honestly... For both of us, this is one of our favorite songs still to this day. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's such a good song overall. Like, each mm-hmm. single, each part of it really carries its own through throughout. And it's mm-hmm. just such an enjoyable song to listen to. And really, a feel-good song, you know, it's a song for any mood that you're it's in. It's a classic. A classic. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think they know it's a classic and they feel nostalgic too because they're yeah. all smiling and clearly enjoying themselves while performing this song. For sure. So before they perform their next and final song, BTS got onto a public broadcasting app. It was maybe Fan Cafe. I'm not sure. The subtitles just said public broadcasting app. So (laughs) I have no fucking clue. But... On the app, they were going to, or they did, they asked ARMY what our favorite title song choreography is. So J-Hope whips out his phone and he opens (laughs) up the app and he starts typing and he's speaking out loud and he goes, to our cute ARMY. And then he, so I just love that, that he put that there. And Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) like he called us cute. I'm blushing. So anyways. Yeah. yeah. um, (laughs) So when he, yeah. He just proceeded to ask what our favorite title song choreography is. Yeah, after that. And so all of the BTS members, they all chatted about what the answer might possibly be. So they were kind of guessing, saying, oh, maybe run, I need you, fire, dope, etc. And then Yoongi, he finally stated that maybe it's one of their newer songs since the fan base has grown so much yeah so during this time when they're all chatting about it they're kind of they're waiting for replies to come in uh j-hope has kind of passed his phone around so people can see the different things that army is replying with which i just think is so cool that we have this like instant back and forth and then they're actually responding and talking about it right then yeah Mm -hmm. um and it's not clear if like they're gonna do more talk shows like this i think that that was kind of the feeling on twitter that this was like gonna be a new thing that they're gonna do like this bts talk show but i don't know it'd be cool if they did continue this it would Um, be really great Mm -hmm. just to get like three new live studio version songs every week that'd be incredible yeah so anyways um (laughs) It was eventually concluded by the fans as Jimin was scrolling through. He was reading off all these different things, but he said overall the most mentioned song was Idol as ARMY's favorite choreography. Mm. So Yoongi was correct in, you know, thinking that it might be a newer song. The newest song. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's smart. Clever man. (laughs) Super smart. So the last song that they performed was I Like It, which was just the cherry on top because it's just such a great song. I really love it. Um, So and you really love it, too, Kayla. It's just I love it. I feel like I'm being serenaded. So so Namjoon, (laughs) for this one, we think that the producers or something told the members that for this last song as a treat to ARMY that they all needed to get up. (laughs) 
at some point and like mm-hmm. dance and, and move. So Namjoon had to be the one to break the ice. And <laughs> honestly, with how playful and fun he has been this whole time, I felt that this was not a challenge to him. So he's the first one who gets up during his verse. And he is so dorky and cute. I cannot get over how adorable he is throughout all of this. But he is just feeling it and feeling himself and he's having fun. Uh, and his cute little smile and his dimples are just shining throughout this whole this whole I like it performance. Yes. Um, but then after him, we have Jungkook, who then gets up. And this boy had to have known what he was doing because... He fucking knew. He fucking skips. Like, he's... <laughs> Like, skipping and hopping like a bunny. Like a baby boy bunny. (laughs) He just, (laughs) he does it in this circle. And it is very cute. And he's got his cute little bunny smile on while he's doing it and and singing. And he, too, is having so much fun. What's so annoying about this (laughs) (laughs) is that he knows that the entire time, the previous two songs, he's been sitting on that stool, staring us down showing us his visuals looking mm. fucking hot and then when he gets <laughs> in his up all black he, outfit in his all black his outfit mysterious emo <laughs> effect that he's getting mysterious us. quiet the quiet one and then he gets up yeah. and he's doing this bright beaming smile and literally skipping around being the cutest baby boy <laughs> like what the fuck is this duality like all of okay. them all, all of, of them. them do this all of them especially <sighs> Must have been in, in their training or some shit seriously <laughs> it's just them really like it's like that's their personality and then they have to uh-huh. show like the super hot side like it's total fan service Mm. <sighs> anyways um we appreciate so it though we do <laughs> it makes us mad but we are grateful so <laughs> i have to talk about uh when jen he comes to the front and he does this like i don't know like a kind of swimming like a disco thing he bears his teeth and it reminds me of like i don't know it sounds weird but like a fish but not in a bad way yeah. <laughs> but he's just like Ooh. <laughs> bears it's, his teeth yeah. And it's he silly. Like, silly, a silly mouth <laughs> thing. And he takes his hands like really up high, like collarbone level. And he just kind of like waves them forward, like just from his chest. And it's just, it gets me every time. I don't know why. I just think it's really goofy and silly and cute. And it's I love it. goofy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> next uh, we see or we hear Yoongi's verse. And he's, of course, laid back, but he also kills the verse and just completely dominates the entire sound stage at this time. Um, mm. Really like for this song, for like the serenading, you know, kind of light feel of the song, his verse is so necessary because it's a really yeah. hefty, like heavy verse and in content and also in the way that he delivers it. So oh, I yeah. just really enjoy it. it. It balances the song well. Yeah, it has a lot of effect on you with, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's just heavy and it dominates. Yeah. And it's necessary for the song. It it really adds to it. So Tay, during his verse, I cannot begin to describe what he is doing (laughs) for his verse, but people have like 
tweeted this particular clip like multiple times saying like me like swatting away haters and shit. So Young <laughs> he comes to the front and he is just in his own world. He does not give a shit. Like he just doesn't care. He's being himself. He's having fun. But he does this motion where he's kind of got his fingers all together and pointed and he's just kind of like it almost looks like he's dribbling a basketball but then he like starts moving his whole body and he stiffens up really hard he's like tomahawk chopping from the elbow down with both arms like at the same time casually does this while singing his verse walking across the the studio with the camera following him and that's great what's great is like he just looks so silly and jungkook's verse comes next and jungkook when the camera pans to him he is just laughing at what Young <laughs> is doing because he looks so ridiculous <laughs> he totally does uh then we see j-hope perform the bridge and if you don't remember the bridge in the song is amazing because it's uh, like a mix between his vocals and his rapping and we just have to appreciate j-hope's amazing singing voice for what it is mm-hmm. which is so full and it has that unique tone that his natural like rapping voice carries as well so mm-hmm. it's just it's it's bright it's sunshine it, it mm-hmm. it's like the uplifting part of the song and we see this big smile on his face where his eyes smile where his eyes look like little half moons and mm. his heart-shaped mouth and he kind of like scrunches up his neck as if his body is kind of caving into his happiness and his smile and it's just very very uh, cute he's just winning all of our hearts <sighs> Of really, course. really <laughs> understatement. <laughs> yeah. Um, we kind of mentioned this briefly before, but in this particular part of the the ending here of the performance, we have to point out Taejun again. Namjoon and Taeyong are just like on the same wavelength or something. Like this clearly wasn't pre-rehearsed. Like they're freestyling this whole thing. But these two just constantly looking at each other and like basically doing the same dance moves. Uh, we see one part where they literally just like dip down behind, I think, Yoongi or someone who's in <laughs> front. Like, like the they fuck? do it in unison. Um, but they are, yeah, those two are just having fun. They're in their own world together. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Um, so just to kind of wrap this one up, how this song makes us feel. For me, I know it always makes me feel warm and fuzzy. We ended up looking up the lyrics of the song, which is actually quite sad and about like a lost love and breakup and going through that and like that still like wanting to be with that person, but knowing you're not supposed to be together. But the way that the song sounds, it sounds like they're serenading someone or that they're like trying to like win someone's heart, but that's totally not what it's about. But uh, the song does. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, it's totally about it's literally each of the rap verses are kind of like piecing apart the ramifications that would come with liking the social media post of an ex and like all that comes with that but it is very serenade and I think like that's Mm -hmm. the intention of it um Mm -hmm. it's it's just 
amazing. It's one of the best songs. I, yeah. I just I love watching this performance. Yeah. And yeah. watching them get up and move around and like interact uh, and this totally freestyle dance. They look yeah. so happy. They look comfortable. They it seems as if they're enjoying themselves and that it's not forced to that they're doing this. They're willingly wanting to be here and that they're happy to be here with us. And yeah. seeing them happy, of course, makes us all very happy. Yeah, of course. So that was uh, pretty much the end of the the talk show. Mm-hmm. I think they they probably did a little wrap up, and um, we like the entire broadcast ended with some more uh, out in the the crowd, the army and soul where yeah. they were watching videos on the screen. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't gotten back to is the special prize. Uh, from the BTS kind of like trivia game that they played. Uh-huh. So the special prize was a camera of your, like a fan cam basically that they would film just that member during one of these three performances and Taeyong won, but under pressure from the other members and really just his general own thoughtfulness. And, you know, Taeyong loves to do like, these like kind loving gestures to his members. So he gave his prize away to Yoongi for Yoongi's birthday. And Yoongi unwrapped the the present, which was a poster. And the poster said that he got his own, his own cam for, I like (laughs) it. And so we can see, we can clearly tell that this was not like the same performance of, I like it that we just talked about because Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this, clip they're already all standing up and during this performance uh the most compelling aspect is that all the other members either they're told to or they just decide that they're going to intentionally serenade yoongi like sing right at him so let's talk about what comes from that so sweet So I first just want to say that during Namjoon's verse right at the beginning, uh, Yoongi is just so cute, cute, cute because he knows that the camera's on him. It's right at the mm-hmm. beginning of the song. He's still kind of trying to like be okay with it. He was really not excited about this prize, by the way. Like he, yeah. <laughs> he was, he, it was almost like he wished that he had not received it. Um, uh-huh. but he is, a, <laughs> he's a really good sport about it. He does this like he big is. smile at Namjoon and kind of like crouches down and puts his hands out and Mm. that's just super super cute and he's kind of dancing around a little bit yeah Yeah. so one of the things that I really love about this Yoongi cam is I got some really strong Yoongkook vibes Jungkook honestly looked like he was just flirting with Yoongi and Yoongi was not receiving it very well (laughs) but right when Jungkook's actual verse comes right when he starts it this is when Yoongi decides to book it like he just starts <laughs> running away right when Jungkook tries to to serenade him and it's so playful and fun because of course Jungkook's like oh no and chases after him um and this becomes kind of a common theme but I really I got some Yoongkook vibes and I love me oh, some yeah. Yoongkook but yeah with throughout the rest of the song 
Yoongi would randomly decide to just book it around the room and <laughs> yeah. he would stop run like away. in the corners. He would run away and then he yeah. would stop in the corners and do like a little like twist dance, like yeah. the twist and shout. He would do the little <laughs> like squashing a bug with his foot and then he'd like continue on running. It was just yeah. very, very much teasing, very playful. Uh, mm-hmm. During this running around, uh, one of my absolute favorite parts of the song <laughs> is when it's Young's verse and Yoongi had been running away from somebody. I don't even know. And it looks like he's in the, the clear. It looks like there's nobody around him. Yeah. And then from out of nowhere, <laughs> from com- from out of the frame, Taeyang walks in almost like the rest of his body is motionless besides his legs. He's just suddenly there. <laughs> he goes very still. He's very still. And he just gets right up on Yoongi like a little bit behind him but their bodies are like practically touching yeah microphone up to his mouth just intently staring right at you his face is expressionless (laughs) but his stare is intense (laughs) (laughs) it's just it's hilarious to me that this is how Young is serenading him it's like I'm just gonna make you super uncomfortable the things I would do for Young to do that to me. <laughs> it's like really a dream of mine. It's so messed yeah. up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that's really, really funny is while all of the other members are chasing and trying to catch Yoongi, Jin fucking doesn't try to chase him. He like intercepts him in his path and like straight up bumps into him and trips Yoongi. I don't know if it was on accident um, but <laughs> Yoongi couldn't help but to bust into laughter and Jen did his like little windshield laugh, his windshield <laughs> laugh. It was so cute. <laughs> it was really funny. And I, I do think it was an accident, but regardless, they played it off well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One thing that I loved is, like you said, he's running all around. He's avoiding everyone. Uh But when it's Jimin's verse, Jimin just walks up to him and he collects him. Yoongi stops in his tracks, just hypnotized Mm. uh, by the beautiful voice of Park Jimin. And Jimin just, Uh. he puts his arm around him and he just kind of led him up to the front of the room. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for one moment, Yoongi was calm and wasn't trying to (laughs) to run away. But the kind of the the video ends with Yoongi like he grabs a stool and he pulls it over and Young is still right there just <laughs> staring him down <laughs> and the rest of the members uh, they all get in then, the shot they all yeah, they, they all they circle around, around him yeah mm-hmm. to finish the song out and something that I noticed just this last time that we watched it right before recording is that Young. <laughs> he was in the shot he was in the circle uh but hobie kind of stepped in front of him a little bit so Taeyong just turned around and just started dancing like he had his <laughs> arms up in the air just yeah, he swaying wasn't back facing and forth, the camera at not all. facing the camera a few not in feet the away from everyone not in the circle <laughs> then namjoon like walked over to him and they start kind of dancing together and then Young points up at the ceiling talks about something that's up there <laughs> 
Like what? What? Gets Namjoon What is he look. possibly talking about? <laughs> and then they're like, they like talk, they say something and kind of shrug and walk away. And Taeyong does all of this and then all of a sudden steps back into the circle just in perfect time to sing his last few lines. Like, I just... I don't know why, but this is just hilarious to me. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, there's something going on. It know? was really funny, and I'm surprised we didn't notice it until this last time that we were watching. I know. Um, but it's hard to miss, and it, it really is just... <laughs> he's just... As an, he's in his own world. He's great. He's a character. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, that's pretty much all we have for you this week, you guys. Um, yeah, was kind a, of, that was a hefty episode i'm surprised it ended up being that long but i'm glad it was it was it was a combination of a lot of different topics and we had to talk about persona um i was really excited to do this episode because i was like this is gonna be a random cluster of like fangirl and facts and new content that's coming out and yeah yeah. me too and i was glad to finally figure out what the fuck armypedia is and you know now we can use that as a resource anytime and uh go back and listen to these amazing live studio versions of these songs anytime Uh uh-huh and a big thank you to all of the armies who did participate in armypedia and unveiling all of these 2000 in what 80 Mm -hmm. puzzle pieces that we now all us armies have this collection of bts memories and history yeah just super cool thank you guys so if you enjoyed this episode or if you have enjoyed any of our previous episodes there are a few things that we would uh very kindly ask you to do for us one just let us know like we love getting emails from you guys um we love you know you contact us on facebook twitter instagram whatever we don't care but when you reach out when we hear your stories when we get to talk to you it's literally the best part of our week um it's so incredible the people that we get to talk to and we would love to hear from you even if it doesn't pertain to this episode or whatever let us know. Um, you can yeah. also write a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen on. That's huge. It helps people find us and it builds the prospect of us getting sponsors. Uh, so also thank you guys so much for all the kind reviews that we've gotten so far. Um, and again, reach out to us on social media or via email and you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS.